0: Welcome to the fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail For Podcast. This morning, I've got Callum Webster, who runs the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast. He's also got an online community and is looking to do a membership and courses and events in the future. Now, I met Callum at an event, and what really attracts me towards Callum is that he's young, he's got loads of energy, loads of motivation, and he's trying to help as many young people as possible to get the right advice. So, welcome aboard, Callum.
1: Here we are, it's good, to, it's good to finally be here, obviously, since Expert Empires, that was back in, it was back in 2020, I never know what year it is, me.
0: Last year, it was either April or September. Um, it was,
1: yes, it was the September one, because you met my business partner, Jacob, there I as did. well. I did,
0: I did, yeah, so we met, and then we were just chatting on the sofa, and we were like, right, we, we need to do a pod swap and get on, get on each other's podcast. So welcome aboard, Callum. Tell me, you're not in England right now, where are you? Uh, currently in
1: Mallorca, I've, I've been in Mallorca now for the last, like, nearly three months now. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I spent five summers out in Mallorca, and I guess it's a big part of my, of my journey and my story, really, that's made me think so much differently at such a, at such a young age. miorca um, has been a big part. I moved to Mallorca for a summer when I was 19 years old. Uh, I'm 25 now, and I've done five summers out here since, and it has completely changed my life. And I guess I'll start straight off with that, really. Like, if anyone's listening to this, if anyone's listening to this that just feels like you're feeling a bit comfortable or you're feeling a bit stuck move somewhere new start a new chapter move abroad go rent somewhere new in 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 the uk go find somewhere new to live go go abroad for a few months do a bit of traveling obviously i appreciate obviously a lot of your listeners may have children and and families and stuff and it's not as easy but obviously for your young listeners that has got no commitments at all just go take that risk move abroad get yourself feeling uncomfortable and it will completely change your life but if you are someone that has got family and kids like you know I'll go into it a little bit, but in terms of obviously, throughout society, throughout everyone growing up, like everyone's told to, you're living the dream when you when you get a mortgage, when you get your first house. Um, but unfortunately, I don't know if Henry, if you're you're probably aware, but what the actually do you know what the definition of mortgage actually is? So the definition of mortgage means death pledge. Mort means death, gage means pledge. But in society, we've been programmed at such a young age throughout school, throughout our parents, unfortunately, because they didn't know any wiser that getting a mortgage is like the best thing to do when you're younger. But it's actually a trap at such a young age. And then people will end up living in that home that that one property for the rest of their lives and not go and explore the rest of the world. And the problem with that, obviously, it will make you feel safe and it's nice to have a family home. But the problem with that is it makes people become comfortable. It makes people not networking with other people because you're just around the same hometown. There's a statistic. It's something like, I don't know, I'm just it out there, like 60% of, of of people end up living in like a 20-metre 20, 20 radius from their mum and dad's house from when they're born. The, stati- the statistic is like the majority of people end up just living around the corner from their mum and dad's house. Whereas for me, like where I've... I moved to Plymouth Uni when I was um, 18. I moved to Majorca when I was 19 for summer. I've done five summers since. Been to Thailand, been to India. I've travelled all over. Gets you more cultured. It gets you networking more people. And I feel like we're living in an age now, especially like the younger generation, people can't talk to each other. The communication skills has has got, got crazy, you know. I'm back out in Mallorca now, and if you ever speak to like some like 18, 17, 18-year-olds, 18 they've got no communication skills because everybody's just sat on their phones the whole time you go to a restaurant nowadays and there's there's no menus it's qr codes and then you see a whole table of people just sat on their phones and i think it's a real a real sad to see society going this way and that's the exact reason why me and my business partner jacob we've created freedom lifestyle because we're on a mission to help solopreneurs all over over the world upgrade their mindset boost their sales, and achieve a freedom lifestyle but freedom lifestyle to you henry may be different to me And we're not out here to say that there's a certain way to live your life. Freedom lifestyle is whatever that means to you. That might be for you, Henry, spending more time with your kids, doing more things with your kids. For me, it might be traveling the world with my partner and with my best friends. You know, everybody's freedom lifestyle. Some people's freedom lifestyle might be they just want to play golf all the time, but it's getting super, super clear on what you actually want. And my business partner, he actually did an Instagram photo yesterday and he captioned it and it really stood out to me and it was a lot of people they go after money they go after the career and then realize down the line that that wasn't actually what they truly wanted so rather than going after the career go after your lifestyle what is your freedom lifestyle and then build your life around that find a career or a business that can supply that lifestyle that you want
0: yeah, I absolutely love that. But just going back, because I'm sure that's gonna the bit about mortgages, that's gonna really get under people's skin. Um, um, because that could be someone's definition of freedom is having their own mortgage, living twenty metres away from their mum and dad's house, and having a life that they that that is, is within that community. Um so 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 your point about mortgages, give me some more context on that, in the sense that like what, what why why is that a negative in the sense, if that's what you want.
1: It's not a negative in terms of, it's a sense that it's what you want,
0: but it's, do you
1: really want that? It's getting like deep because we've been programmed throughout life that it's the right thing to do. So everyone, like as an example, so something that's been really big in my life has changed my perspective of my mind is I went to university. I went to study business management. In society, university is deemed as the really good thing to do. It's the right thing to do, right? And I went and studied business management. Fast forward three years at Plymouth University studying business. I didn't learn one thing about business. I got in £50,000 worth of debt. And I was learning from business that, some, that was someone that was an employee that learnt from a book. And yet in society, I got a round of applause, I got a 2-1. But the reality of it is, I was 21 years old in fifty grand's worth of debt. Didn't learn a thing about business. And I'm just getting taught all the wrong things. And it wasn't until going out, being out in Mallorca, like between me and my business partner, we're 25 years old, and we've invested over £80,000 into our education, into our coaches, our, our, my current coach is called Liam James Collins. He's built a $25 million company in four years. And because I'm getting around different energies, like yourself, like Liam, like Matt Alwell, it's, it opens your eyes up to, opens your eyes up to the world. And something I realised was, Whenever I told my friends or family that I was going to like my first big investment was with Grant Cardone. Um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners probably know of him. And it was a a £3,000 investment. I'd done it during lockdown because I was stuck back in the UK. And I can remember my friends and family saying to me that that's stupid. It's not a good idea to invest in yourself. And I just couldn't believe it because I was getting told at a young age to go to university and get myself in 50 grand worth of debt. 50 grand worth of debt. And it just makes make made me realize that society, the school system, university is programmed is set up to create employees, not to create entrepreneurs. And it's the same with the with the mortgage, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, you know, lots of people will have amazing mortgages, it's just good to get the, the awareness because you're not told what the definition of a mortgage is. And it's not like it's a bad thing. And that could be someone's freedom lifestyle. However, Imagine if everybody knew what it, what the actual definition was before entering it. It might change the perspective for people, and that's the only reason why. I've, although it might a few people might hear it and and not like it, it's still good to know what the definitions are of any any language. Like language is so powerful. Everybody in in your language is cast spells constantly, positive or negatively. It's like, for instance, um, say if you were to like. Oh, I'm all about winning the morning, right? But the actual definition of morning is to do with death. Like the actual word morning, like when you start to understand language and then you can actually start actually casting positive spells on yourself in terms of the way you speak, in terms of the way you're speaking with other people, in terms of the way you feel, it's like when someone says to you, how are you? Like, I, I just I always say I feel amazing. I feel really good because if you start saying to yourself, you feel ill or you feel tired or it's OK, I'm, I'm OK you're you're telling yourself you're telling your body that you're not feeling good whereas if you can just trick yourself to start with keep saying you you feel amazing then over time you actually start feeling amazing your energy's on point you start getting people compliment you how how are you on people say to me all the time are you on drugs (laughs) because of my
0: energy i get the same thing i get literally people like you've got so much energy henry like i get it all the time but it's because i've worked really hard on my mindset um but you know, you're exactly right with language. Like I learned the other day: breakfast is breakfast, and like I
1: literally, I, I, I fast now. I interviewed an amazing woman called Pauline Cox. I'll, uh, I'll connect you to her. Incredible woman, and I interviewed her. And fasting's been something I've been doing all year, and it's really improved my energy levels. It's improved the way I feel. It's improved my body, and my one of my best friends, Charlie, literally told me two days ago about the whole breakfast is break, break fast and it blew my mind. It's literally written in language.
0: Yeah, yeah it's there. It's just understanding the language that it's saying and, and also interpreting it, like you say, in the right way. And I'm glad I asked that question about mortgages because you, you hit on something really important there, which is... Um, it's the it's the whole like go to uni thing, and I interviewed Nick James the other day, and he said the same thing. He went to off to, to uni to learn business business studies, and he le- was just learning about like Tesco's and things like that. So like, which is no no use. He's learning about big corporate businesses, which you know. Most people start in a small business area, so he went off and learned, learned, and worked in a small business and learned the learned the ropes. And he got so much more value from going and working in a business than, as you say, going and blowing fifty grand and being in being in debt. And I suppose I was quite fortunate that I actually failed all my GCSEs because I didn't have a choice to go to uni or not, and I just went out and worked straight away from sixteen. I went out and worked um, and then started my own business when I was 24. But through that period, and this is what, what really interests me about like, the awareness that you're giving the younger generation, through that time, like when I left school, I was told um to be a customer service advisor because that's what the careers officers told me um and um I was to- I was told as a failure and I lost and all this kind of stuff and I was a dunce because I failed all my GCSEs but I didn't th- back it back then so I'm thirty nine so I'm I'm a, you know quite a bit older than you now but back then the advice and the the, the masterminds and there was there around Tony Robbins was around but I didn't have a clue about any influencers there wasn't obviously all this online stuff going on so what's it like now for young people um because i know you're spreading the word and you've you've hit the nail on the head you spent eight thousand pounds on on self-development like i'm over six figures now in the last couple of years like in masterminds in groups and sometimes i feel i get a bit of resistance because i'm like is 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 this worth it but then i've created multiple businesses multiple success so what's the what's the advice now like for young people uh, around you know doing that like because I know you mentioned it's still very much go to uni get a job be on the hamster wheel but are you seeing more and more people being influenced by the self-development world
1: Yeah, I love that. And also hats off as well, having Nick James on here after this podcast. If you listen to this, go go and check out the podcast where Henry interviews Nick James, incredible guy. I've been very involved with Expert Empires and very involved with Elite Closing Academy with Matt Alwell. um, So I'm sure that was filled with knowledge. But yeah, in terms of your answer, um, in terms of to answer your question, Henry, number one, like personal development is like so much more in now in this decade than it was when you were, when you were growing up and our generation in, in our twenties are very fortunate that, you know, we have got. There are a lot of negatives to social media. However, there are also a lot of positives towards social media, and it is the fact that you can literally get free knowledge for free from this podcast, from the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast, from literally going onto YouTube and searching up how to sell better, as an example. You know, from all the audiobooks out there that may cost like ten pound, ten pounds on Audible or something. There's so much supply of knowledge now, which is incredible. Um, but in terms of like our generation. The only thing I've noticed is that people are scared to invest in themselves. You know, they'll watch all the YouTube, they'll listen to the books, they'll listen to podcasts like ours, Henry. But the thing is, they won't actually, a lot of people won't take any action on it. They'll just consume, 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 consume all the free stuff, which is amazing. It gets your awareness up. Like listening to our podcast, you get so much more awareness. Like for instance, for me, whenever I'm driving the car, I've got a podcast on rather than music now. I'm utilising my time when I'm on the walk and I get amazing thoughts, right? However, it isn't until you bite the bullet and you take that risk and you invest in yourself. Because once you make that, that once you make that transfer of energy, that transfer of money, you are so much more all in. You are so much more all in because your money is gone. I can remember, obviously, my first big investment was £3,000. I wouldn't even call it big now, but it was really big at the time for me. And it was scary. And I can remember I was selling solar panels in the UK for for two years during lockdown because I couldn't go back up to Mallorca, finished university. And it was a commission only job. And I liked that I didn't want on a salary I was self-employed. I could take off whenever I wanted. And, but I went all in with it and I had nine grand in my bank account and I went through uh, Elite Closing Academy. I, w- I went to there one day, went to there three days. I really connected with Matt and I knew he'd be able to help me take myself to the next level. And it was about joining his year's program, which was nine grand. And I literally had nine grand in my account and I said no to him, I said no to him like three times. And I thought, do you know what? He said something to me and it stuck with me. The other side of fear, amazing things happen. The other side of fear. If you're right, if you're if you're listening to this, if you're in the car, if you've got a notebook, write this down. Other the other side of fear. Amazing things happen, and when you can have that attitude of that not being fearful, not being scared of money, that's when true freedom comes. Because money is a big trap. On my generation, your generation, all future generations, it's such a dictator in life. And when you can get the skill of not being scared of money and investing in you, back in yourself, because the more you invest in yourself, I don't know if you agree with this, Henry, you've done over six figures of investing in yourself, the more confident you get in yourself, the more belief you have, the less scared you are about money, because you know that investing in yourself, you're just gonna make more money. So it's a no-brainer. Not only are you gonna make more money, your confidence your beliefs going to go through the roof you're also going to be getting around better networks if i didn't invest in going into expert empires i wouldn't have met you i wouldn't be on your podcast you're going to come onto our podcast so many collaborations come from investing in yourself but if you keep all that money to yourself you save 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 because the future our older generations our grandparents their mentality is a penny saved is a penny earned save all your money save your money for a rainy day but then what happens is you end up having a load of money, but you've not created your freedom lifestyle because you've just saved all your money. You've kept it all to yourself. You've lived in a fear of scarcity. But when you have that abundant mindset, you have that not scared of investing in yourself. That's when you can take your life to the next level. When you can start getting around people that are thinking bigger than what your friends and family are around your around your neighborhood. And that's when you can really take your life to the next level. So I've gone off on a bit of a tangent, but I hope I've given some, some value in what I've said but investing in yourself is key and my advice for the younger generation and for your generation and older generations that are listening to this podcast is take that risk and invest in yourself even if it's just a 100 pounds to start with you know my first investment was 10 pounds on a book then I end up investing 50 quid 100 pounds then I went to 3 grand then I went to 9 grand my recent investment me and Jacob we've got our coach Liam James Collins we've got him one to one which is i won't say the figure but it's it's a high figure you know it's a high figure
0: it's a big investment and and also like you're exactly right like you you, a lot of people will stand off um making that commitment um on on self-development but like the way i see it is you pay to pay attention um you can consume all the free advice in the world and you can consume it but like what you're gonna do with that free advice? Like if if it's just a if it just goes into your head and you're thinking about it, that's procrastination. Like if you are never gonna do anything, to to know and to not to do is to not know. So you know, like you're exactly right. Paying pay to pay attention. Like. I've, people always say to me, Henry, how come you're so successful? How have you got multiple businesses creating, you know, multi six figures? Uh, And I'm like, well, because I've just, I've I've invested a lot of money in myself and I've got the people like, you're right, you've got the accountability. Like I can't fall because if I do, someone's gonna go, oi, Henry, sort it out. Like I've got mentors around me that are gonna pull me up. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely love that. And um, I think one of the things that I see in young people is that actually they're probably more likely because i know you mentioned like whether you're older younger like young people are more likely to take those take those risks than the older tougher lip bigger ego kind of person that goes i don't need this i've done life right all my life so you know what are your thoughts on that yeah i
1: agree and i wouldn't even just say our generation are more likely to take the risk i think well i think what happens is because i've gone to a lot of business events and stuff i think A lot of people, they end up getting to a point in their life when they may have kids or they have families. Um, Unfortunately, obviously, you know, a fair bit of society go through, like, midlife crisis and things like that. That can sometimes be the wake-up call that people need. Sometimes, like, a negative situation, a crisis, can then cause you to be like, right, I need to sort my shit out. And then that's when it might lead on to... Because you've got that pain, that negative pain. You're like, right, I need to do something about this. I need to invest in myself. I need to better my life, whereas... Sometimes when people are in their 20s, they're in that bubble of, you know, going to the pub every weekend, you know, just looking forward for their next weekend off. Just thinking in their head, I can't wait for my holiday in four months time. You know, I can't wait for my one one holiday for the whole year that's going to get me through what I'm going through right now. It's always I can't wait for the next thing. I can't wait for this. And then what happens is people aren't living in the present moment and the present moment is all we got. We might have a holiday booked in five months, but what if you don't make you might not make that holiday? You know, we we are so lucky to be alive right here, right now. So like live every day in the present. Whereas I can remember being at school, looking at the clock at school, like just counting down the hours until I could leave. It was like a prison. I wanted to get out of school. And all my friends were the same, like all those, my family members and stuff. No one talks that highly about school. The only thing was good about school was obviously meeting your friends and stuff, having a good laugh, but the actual school itself, everyone just wanted to leave. And I can remember I was in, uh, during lockdown, obviously, Done three years at uni, studying business management. Every summer I was out in Mallorca selling events like boat parties, pool parties, events like that. And I can remember all my friends at home were absolutely hating their work. And I was loving life, making more money than all my friends at home. And it just started to make me think there's a lot more ways to make money out there in the world. And it wasn't until lockdown, I guess I had a bit of a midlife crisis at 21 years old, really. I was living my freedom lifestyle. I literally had I'm got a tattoo on my ankle called Viviendo El Sueno, living the dream in Spanish. Quite a lot of my mates have all got it. And I was genuinely feeling like I was living a dream. Like when I was 21, I left university. I did six months in Mallorca, made a load of good money. While I was there, I, was, I went on about four holidays while I was in Majorca, Got to winter. Rather than getting a grad job, I just went and traveled all winter. I went to Thailand. I went to India. I went to a ski festival. Um, I literally was high off life. And I literally, I flew home. It was February 2020. February 2020, end of February, I was meant to come back to England for one month to then me and my mate were going to be driving back out to Mallorca, we're going to have a car out in, in, in Majorca for the whole summer and live out in Majorca. and then boom, two weeks later, I was stuck back at my nan's house, 21 years old, I had a two, lot, lockdown, as a lot of your listeners have all experienced, you know, a lot, a lot of negative not a negative that's come with, with the lockdown, and you know, it comp- I, I'll be honest, I guess a bit of an ego from me, I, it ruined me. I was like, why me, poor me, poor me. Like, you know, I I was stuck. I wanted to go live my life. And lockdown, as much as it was horrible, really changed my life in terms of, that was when I went all in. I stopped drinking alcohol and I just went all in with personal development. I was just consuming, 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 consuming. I had a lot of my friends that were on Zoom, like getting drunk on Zoom, doing quizzes. I've just been partying in Thailand doing full moon parties. I didn't want to be at my Nan's house drinking on Zoom. I had no money. (laughs) I was like, what's going... It was, but you know what? That change, it gave me a bit of a, it gave me a bit of a reality check of, you know, things do go wrong in life. And I love your naming your podcast, Failing Forward. Like the reality of it is, none of our lives, even though social media may, may, people might look at my social media and think my life's perfect or think your life's perfect or other people's or all these influencers and people on there. But really, you don't, you're not with them 24 hours a day. You don't know what people are going through, like deaths in people's families and
0: heartbreaks and, you know just just mindset challenges like it makes it look like on social media like everyone lives their best lives like everyone's always posting positive shit. no one's posting do you know what i'm having self-doubt i'm feeling bad about myself i've lost my confidence i'm i'm not feeling great today like everyone puts their face on us as as they call it goes on social media like i guarantee some of the biggest influencers in the world have self-doubt have issues that might be might be making millions but it's all a bit um it's all a bit fake isn't it really so
1: something that And this is obviously a conversation you could have with my business partner um if you if you interview you obviously met jacob he is someone that literally there's only two people in the whole world that knows what he knows like he literally had to sign intellectual property and stuff it's called empowered intelligence it is absolutely fascinating and you you basically the first seven years of, of all of our lives right we our consciousness hasn't fully formed yet So you can't accept or reject anything right so say if you were two years old and we told i told you henry at two years old that the sky is green you would believe it because you don't you don't know you you get programmed at a young age say if your mum and dad told you henry that you're not good enough right that gets programmed at a young age and that can then carry on for the rest of your life and you subconsciously always don't always don't feel good enough right
0: yeah, I, I I get this so much because I've got a, I've got a four year old and a seven year old, right? And um, bit of a side story. My parents. I was always a naughty kid, and I got told I was naughty all the time. So that created this thing in my head that I was always naughty. So I turned into that person. Right, right now, if you were to come into my house and ask Esme, you know, like what's special about you? What you know, what are you? Should you go? I'm a natural born leader. Because she is. We, we tell every day you're a natural born leader. Like Ned's left footed, plays football every single day. And I'm already telling him you're a Premier League football player. You ask him like what are you going to do when you're, when you're older. He's like, I'm a Premier League football player. Because it's just that naught to 7 is so important to be building up that stuff. So sorry, I had to interject then because it's so, that's so like close to my heart. So
1: yeah, rewind, re- if you're a parent or are going to be a future parent, rewind that. Because programming your, programming sounds negative, the word, but if you can positively program your kids at a young age to,
0: to be whoever they want to be, to, you know... To... But, but just to interject there quickly, like, it's, it, programming is, is the word, and we're doing it whether you think you're doing it or not anyway. People are doing it so whatever you say like i see people talking in front of their kids all the time and i'm like they're listening like they're literally listening to everything you're saying so like whether they there someone goes oh i don't like the idea of programming when you're bringing up a child that is what you're doing exactly that it's just it's just whichever way you want to position it so yeah sorry carry on
1: our our subconscious right obviously conscious most of our faults are from our conscious right well but not most of our like what we're aware of is our conscious but subconscious takes over the majority of our of our mind and our subconscious has recorded our whole life. All them nights out that you've had that I can't remember and you can't remember, you know, that's been recorded. All the conversations you heard when you were a kid, that's all been recorded. And no wonder we're at, we're at a point in our life when you're when you're older that you might be scared to invest in yourself. Because you've been programmed by your parents and grandparents your whole life. You've been hearing your families argue about money. You've been hearing, you know, your granddad say say a penny saves, a penny earned. You've been programmed that from a young age you've been programmed throughout school that there's only one right answer at school but in entrepreneurship there's no right answer there's no right answer and that's what I love about failing forward is you're always learning you're always growing when you make when I have failures me and Jacob we're not perfect we make business failures all the time you know since since investing in Liam we've realized that our whole structure was actually wrong and That's not a bad thing because we've learned so much from that. It's not, whereas at school people, I used to be scared to put my hand up at school if I thought that it may be wrong. But I say to you, like, put your hand up, even if you think it's wrong, and just get it out there. Because you're going to learn from getting involved, from engaging, from actually making mistakes is how you're going to grow even more. So, I I honestly, I I love what you're doing. I love your podcast name. And it, it is really fascinating, like, how our our childhood determines our, our future. And Jacob took me through a process, it's called um, timeline therapy, um, empowered intelligence. And I went back to being in the womb. I literally went back to being, in the, I was sober. It was a two day experience. I went back to being in the womb and my mum and Nan were arguing whether or not they should keep me or not. And my mum had me at 16. I went back to that moment, I kid you not, Jacob went to me, because I had my eyes closed. Jacob went to me, he went, that's it and my skin color changed everything changed it made me completely rethink my whole life And i was like no wonder i've been doing certain things because i didn't feel good enough i didn't feel loved and i told my my mum and nan we were in the lounge together obviously after the breakthrough i told my mum and nan what i went through and they went that happened and my experience during the womb sounded horrendous like my mum and, and dad were stressed out, they were young. My mum was 16, like GCSEs, you know. My nan and mum were arguing all the time, like, even though you're in the womb, you can still, you are still you. You are alive. That's recorded. Things happened. So I entered the world with trauma without even realising. And it's fascinating that, you know, I've, I'm at a point now in my life where I understand that, you know, if people have insecurities or, you know, people have arguments, a lot of the time it's because of their childhoods and it's not their fault it's just because of their childhood
0: yeah no it is and that's insane that you that you can go back there and you're you're so right like we are so programmed um by the different things that happen in, in our childhood like for me my my mum read an article um by Richard Branson and she started doing things of how to how to bring up entrepreneurial kids so on one side they're telling me that I was rubbish and, and annoying and, and and difficult child and the other side they were getting me to walk to school when I was seven years old so there's so much that we can do and help our children and, and with that in mind so you've gone through school and everything what would you tell because I always ask everyone this and I, I love I love to hear the answers what would you tell your 16 year old self now because so, you're 20 what 24
1: 25, 25. What would I tell my 16-year-old self? I'll go for two things, I'll go for two things. Uh, learn sales, learn how to sell at 16, because I, I did it at 19, which is, still very, which is still very young, but I would say learn how to sell at 16. Um, and then number two, I know it can be quite hard for a lot of people, but stop caring what other people think. Because that is the, I think that is the killer of all dreams. is is caring about what your friends think, what your family thinks. A lot of the time, caring about on social media, people being too scared, like, I I can remember I was so nervous to do my first talking story on Instagram. So nervous, even though I knew how to sell. So I knew how to sell, and I was still nervous. So imagine if you don't know how to sell, (laughs) and you then got to go and do a talking story and get your brand out there. It was scary for me. I was really cared about what people would say, people judging me, things like that. But once I just got the balls and just did it, kept on doing it, kept consistently doing it, started getting some positive messages, probably have some people negatively talking about it, but don't care about it and focus on the positive. Cause you like you doing talking stories, you getting your story out there, you getting this podcast out there is gonna change lives, is changing lives. And that to me is more of a motivation than caring about what what my what some people at school knew me about. Do you know what I mean? So there would be the two things. Master sales at 16 and stop caring about what other people think.
0: Yeah, absolutely love that. Sales, I always say every business owner should know how to sell. Um, and, and it's not like selling like old like old school car salesman kind of sleazy tactics on trying to get you over the line. It's selling, it's being able to stand up and tell people what you do in a really concise way. It's being able to ask, as you know, world-class questions to be able to understand what people need and then you can work out whether they're the right fit. There's so many good things. And then, the, 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 yeah, go on. What I was about
1: to say is, why is sales deemed like that is it the tv we're watching is it the movies that we're watching like i watched a series called white gold really good series right with the double glazing but it's 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 programmed into us that sales is sleazy sales wasn't mentioned once at school wasn't mentioned to me doing a business degree once like sales wasn't talked about but it's hands down The best skill you could possibly learn, especially with AI coming in, with AI coming in, which is going to take over millions and millions of jobs. The one thing that I think it will move in towards doing sales, but at the end of the day, have you ever rang up your phone company to try and sort something out and you've got You've got a robot that just is just doing your nutting.
0: Yeah, I actually told him to fuck off the other day. I was just like, just fuck off and give me someone to talk to because i was just so annoyed by like someone just going, we don't understand what you're saying. Just get me, get me a human, and because we are human, we are humans. We want human
1: interaction, and that is. So if you can master sales in a positive way, because sales is just an energy, it's just a transfer of energy, it's listening to what someone needs, it's giving it to them, it's helping them improve their lives. If you can change your mindset on, on what sales is, then it will completely change your business.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. It's it's one thing that goes by the wayside so much, and you're right. Like there are some. I think sales got really negative stigma through the '90s and and the noughties because like the the, the tactics that were used then to sell. Like I I did car sales, and it was ruthless. Like we were we literally had to bully people into buying cars. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst. It's not human to human. It's not leading people to the to the to the answer that they need or or to the right service and. I think those are the tactics that's made people. And you mentioned Matt Elwell, like Matt Elwell as a sales trainer, no human to human. He he teaches in sales in a completely different way. In fact, I've got a new sales guy who started yesterday, and the first thing he's doing is sitting Matt's three day course because I'm like straight in, and he's young, he's not been he's not been tainted by the world of sales already. He's got you know he's straight in and he's sitting that course, but. The other thing that you said there is so right. Like I'm 39 and I wish, I, I think it's only in the last two years that I've stopped caring what people think. So I've spent 37 years caring what everyone else thinks. Have you heard of the crabs in the bucket analogy? Nah. So you've got a bucket and if you put crabs in a bucket, what they'll do is a crab will try and climb out of the bucket and the other crab will pull it back in. And that's what our f- and that's what our family and friends do to us they pull us back back into the bucket from stepping out because they generally friends and family they're not thinking about your needs they're thinking about their own needs and they they want you to be safe like exactly I as I was, you took the word out
1: they want to keep you safe but being safe is getting stuck is getting comfortable, which then leads to all sorts. It leads to midlife crises. It leads to depression. It leads to lack of purpose. It leads to lack of happiness, lack of energy, because you're stopping yourself from doing something, because what other people are saying and what other people are thinking, you know, you want, you've got to go after. And that's why I said at the start of the podcast, obviously when we went off on a bit of a tangent with the mortgages and stuff, but at the start of the podcast, I mentioned, what is your freedom lifestyle? And if that is a mortgage, then cool that's amazing at least that's what you truly 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 want yeah. but not what someone else wants yeah not not what someone else wants not some, what someone else is programmed onto you what do you deep down truly want and that's why you end up getting a load of millionaires multi-millionaires that they've got all the money but internally they're not happy because they thought that the money and the cars and the villas you know there's nothing wrong with the money the cars the villas you know that's something that i'm excited to experience however I am so happy without all of that. I don't need that for my happiness.
0: I just want that for some extra fun. Yeah, exactly that. And the thing is, is you're right, it needs extra fun. And I've always said this, like you go and buy an Audi R8 and then you're going to want a faster car. So you're going to go and buy like a Porsche 911 GT3. Then you're going to go, hang on a minute. Well, actually, I want something a little bit faster. So I'm going to go for a Ferrari. And then I'm going to go, actually, I want something faster. I'm going to get a Bugatti Veyron. Then when you get your Bugatti Veyron, what are you going to do next? Buy an F1 car. Like you're always going to want the next fastest thing or the next biggest thing. And going back as well. And do you know why?
1: It's because novelty can wear off. I've been in this apartment in New now for 10 weeks and we're moving out today. And me and my, my girlfriend, we had a big chat last night. We, we talked about our future. It was an amazing night and it was a, a big realization for me. And it was like when we first got in here, we were so excited. We were so excited. And it's got to the first of August now. And we can't wait for the next chapter. And going back to my mortgage point earlier, you mentioned about when you get a car, you want the new car, you want another car. That's human nature to always want more, right? Whereas some people will go into it. Like my nan is an example. She moved into into the property that I got brought in over 40 years ago. She has been in that same property, that same road, that same house, that same bed for the last 40 years. Like... Something that I do in my life, a lot of people, I hear this and I want to I say this because a lot of people, I always hear it, time goes fast. Time goes, I can't believe it's my birthday, can't believe it's Christmas, can't believe the year's over. That's all I ever hear, whereas I'm living in my own world and I, my time goes slow. I feel like every day is like a week. I feel like every week's a month. I feel like every month's a year. And then I get to the end of the year and I genuinely feel like I've had about 10 years in a year. I cram, everyone goes, how do you do so much? I feel like my time just goes so slow, and the reason I believe it is, is because number one, I focus on myself first thing in the morning, Winning the morning, even though morning's a negative language, but winning in the morning, <laughs> it makes me feel good, it, it, gives, it makes me feel present in the morning to focus on me first, and then I can attack the world, and I can be a better person to my girlfriend, I can be a better person to, to my clients, to my friends, but also chapter in your life, chapter in your days. And that is the reason why I'll rewind back to the start when I talked about being in a mortgage. When you first move into that home, it's amazing. You can't wait, you can't wait to decorate it. You can't wait to show the kids, you can't wait to show your friends, have housewarmings. Fast forward three years being in there, five years being in there, the novelty may have worn off and you're stuck in there for 30 years. And that is the reason why, it's it's a bit of a it can be a bit of a trap to a lot of people. Not saying everybody, but for a lot of people, and that's why bopping about, moving to different places, having new chapters, it's like a new start, a reset, a reset, freshens your mind, ready to go, and it helps improves your relationships, it improves your business, it improves your your overall in terms of like feeling like feeling free. Like for me, like my biggest value in life is freedom. Um, that is like my my number one in my life. I love. The feeling of being free, I love, bopping around the world and I appreciate, obviously, the older you get when you've got more commitments and that's why I'm doing this message for Freedom Lifestyle for the younger generation, especially because a lot of the younger generation, they haven't got their commitments yet. A lot of them may be still living with their parents you know, not paying for a mortgage, not got kids, may, may not have like a finance car, may not have like a, a set career. And that's the exact reason why in your 20s is the time to take that risk, to invest in yourself, to go travel the world, move to a new city in the UK, just try something new and see how your life can change.
0: Yeah, absolutely love that because I was twenty four when I started my own business. But as soon as I started my own business, I was locked to that business, and um, because me and my me and my partner, what well, Sarah, who's I'm still with now, she's my wife, um, mother of our children, we wanted always wanted to travel, and we did a bit of it through our early twenties. We got together when we were twenty but we, I wish I'd done more traveling or now, which is the great thing is that you're traveling whilst running and starting businesses, which is the how different the world is now. Cause as soon as I started my business at 24, it was the best thing I did cause I learned loads about business, but we were then instantly, it was almost like our mortgage because we were then, I was fixed and we went, okay, so how are we gonna do traveling now? Cause I need to be there every single day while I'm growing this business. And I love the fact that, you know, it actually, I filled in three times forms to go to Australia forms to be a rep in Ibiza different things around between the ages of 16 and 24 never did it never did it and I look back and I don't have many regrets but I probably wish I'd done more of that we did travel and we did go to Ibiza and we did do stuff but not as much so I love that message because like whether your whatever your definition of success is whether it is you want a mortgage whether it is you want to have a fixed job career like actually from 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 16 to 30 even is the time to have that freedom because you're not you're not going to have to because let's face it like mortgages are mortgages are there to help families feel secure and feel like feel like they've got that but until you get to that point that home yeah like we, you want to nest like say as soon as we have kids we want to nest but as soon as you get to that point have the freedom go and live that life and, and you're and you're showing it and people exactly how to do that which I absolutely love and and uh, you know if I was that if I was that young again I'd be listening to your podcast going yes let's get me out there and and live in those dreams um I just want to go back to a point that you made about um not Caring what people think because I think it's a really, it's an easy thing to say to do, but it's really, it's really difficult because I spent years of my life worrying what other people f- felt. And now I realize that what someone else's opinion of me is none of my business. And it's something one of my mentors said. And I was like, yes, what someone else's opinion of me is not my business. It's not my business so i don't need to know that like i don't need to care because so many people worry about what other people are saying and i don't think you can be truly free from self from life from world and everything until you stop worrying about what other people think so what do you do to keep that congruent and and, and running through your life
1: for me i guess i guess for me it's just being consistent it's just being consistent with with putting myself in uncomfortable situations that People may talk negative about, but I know for a fact that if people are talking negative about it, there's going to be a lot of people that are talking positive about it. And by doing that, you're going to start attracting the right people. People are going to start reaching out to you, and you're going to start building what a lot of people call your tribe, your community of people that are like-minded. And the reality of it is, not every single human being is probably going is, is to like you. There might be people listening to this podcast right here, right now, that may think I'm an absolute dickhead. There may be, you know, it might have touched a few nerves, but there will also be a lot of people listening to this podcast that will be like, you know what? I'm inspired by this young lad that's going out there, speaking his truth, attacking life, doing what he wants to do. Because at the end of the day, you've got to do what works for you. And then obviously when you've got your family, like you want to make sure like as you get older, especially for me, the more I get older, the more I start getting more grateful and caring about my family. and I want to do amazing things with my family. And I think that probably comes with age and maturity but my advice is is yeah just be consistent keep pushing yourself out there and if you want to completely eliminate it then going through something like what you know my business partner can do a breakthrough can completely get rid of insecurities because i had you know a fair few insecurities from when up from my childhood and i'm sure you know a lot of people have anxious and insecure thoughts and you know he eliminated it because when you go back to the past and you there was one point right if, if any of you've watched um, the film limitless um, it's like the Leonardo DiCaprio says: like the biggest parasite isn't a virus, isn't a germ. It's a fault. It's a fault. It's one fault that happened when you were a kid, or when you're a bit older, that has been that, that got implanted at a young age, and that's the reason why fast forward to now, maybe holding you back in having maybe holding you back having a good relationship. You know, you find some people that can't keep a relationship. It may be because of their childhood. You might find people in business that can't get past. certain mark they get capped at a level because subconsciously they don't feel good enough to get to the next level you know so it's if you want to completely eliminate it then going back to the past and eliminating it going through something like a breakthrough but for me like obviously being consistent you know being consistent with what I want to do and focusing on on the positive things you know you get you look at all all the greats in the world like Grant Cardone's been a big influence on me he is hated by so many people so many people hate him, but so many people love him. He's changed my life. So if he wasn't out there doing it, getting all that hate, he wouldn't be able to change my life. And he has changed my life. You know, look at all the presidents. It's like 50-50, isn't it? You see a lot of people that are successful. A lot of people hate them, unfortunately. But is that, is that them hating themselves because they're not doing it? Are they looking at themselves and they're, they're, they're feeling jealous? Or they're feeling, they're like, it's their own insecurities that they're projecting is the reason they're maybe given hate.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I've had so many people since I've been doing on this sort of journey over the last couple of years, putting all this content out, people saying, I'm bored of seeing you on social media, I'm fed up of seeing you, who do you think you are saying this stuff? And you just like, you know, generally that comes from within because they're feeling insecure about where they are. Maybe they're not living their freedom lifestyle. Maybe they're not where they, where they want to be. And I always find that actually like, it's not external factors why people aren't achieving what they want to achieve. It's all internal.
1: Everything is internal. The, the internal and external are connected. When you know when you're feeling good internally, things externally are going to happen good. But you know, like as an example, they say, don't they? You know, like say if you have like an incident that goes wrong, and the next minute in the same day you've had three things go wrong in the same day and it's it's that it's that internal net it's that internal negativity creating your reality so if you can get yourself in a state of of positive and good energy then so much more things are going to do are going to be good in the world and something that I've noticed a lot with with working with people with seeing how people get a lot of business owners get greedy they get greedy with money and greed causes so much negative internally. If you can have that abundant mindset, which I talked about earlier with investing yourself, but if you can have that abundant mindset with giving, giving your energy, giving money, giving, uh, giving compliments to people, giving tips at every restaurant you go to, giving tips to your taxi driver, giving your time and energy into people that you meet in the sauna or meet in the gym, and you're going to get so much more back. It's a feedback loop. The more you give, The more you get and i think if people if we can if we can end on a message like that for more people to go out there and give more smile at more people give good energy give more tips give 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 if you can just integrate that into your life i'm confident that if
0: you can keep doing that for the next month your life is going to significantly change Boom. Mic drop. Absolutely love that, Callum. Absolutely love that. Do you know what? Like, I love your energy. I love your self-awareness and I, I love your vision and what you're going to do. And I'm sure you're going to fail forward loads of times because, as you always said, that is experience learning. Um, as someone said, Alexis said the other day, um, fail is first attempt in learning. And his son was being taught that at seven years old at school, fail, first attempt in learning. I absolutely love that. But Callum, come back in a couple of years on this podcast. I know you're going to be super, super successful. So uh, we're going to get, we're going to put it down now that you're going to go and go away and do a few years of absolutely tearing it up and then you're going to come back and share even more wisdom. You up for that? I can't wait to come back. I've loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. Great to have you on. So if people want to find you and Jacob, well, how's the best place to co- connect with you? Where do we find your podcast?
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, t- uh, type in, uh, obviously, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Freedom Lifestyle Podcast, you'll see a, a cartoon logo of me and Jacob. It was actually my girlfriend's brother that did the logo. He'd done it all on the iPad. It is insane. It's, it's out there. And then also, Instagram, I'm very active. Just search up Cullen Webber. It comes up with, with the Freedom Lifestyle. Um, and get connected with me. Message me your feedback, and I can't wait to connect with you all. And very excited for you to come onto our podcast, Henry. We'll get that locked in in the diary as well. But I'm very grateful for you letting me come on to, to the
0: podcast as well amazing thanks for sharing some absolute golden nuggets on here so yeah thank you and uh if everyone's loved the episode today please like share and subscribe thanks all take care